0: What's up, True Selfie fam? We are about to walk into season three of True Selfie. I literally cannot believe what God is doing through this platform. When I started this, I was reminded of the truth found in Zechariah 410. And it says, do not despise the small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. To think just months ago I blindly opened the door to this platform and then to see now the number of people that are touched, the countries that are reached, it is truly a miracle and blessing from God. So to say that we are starting season 3 is mind blowing to me. So would you join with me in prayer as we reveal some heart conditions that are keeping God's people bound. This new season titled The Uncircumcised Heart will spotlight some areas in ourselves that we need to address some roots that need pulled. So get your gardening gloves on. It's springtime, baby. Let's get to de-weeding. Hey guys, what's up? It is Thursday, which means it's another day where the podcast launches and we are in season three of True Selfie. Um, Hope everyone's having a great week.
1: Hi, right, I'm Jesse. I'm her guest today. Last week, she obviously uh, mentioned that she was alone, and she gave me a shout out that she missed me not being here. So I I'm have returned.
0: Like <laughs> you have returned. Well, praise the Lord. Yes, He is here, you guys, um, and He knows what we're talking about, which doesn't normally happen. That
1: does not.
0: I guess we're gonna figure out if you truly do operate best without knowing a topic.
1: I still didn't do any research. I mean, I thought about it a little bit, but I didn't. I I didn't because you've yelled at me before. I
0: have not yelled
1: at you. Well, okay. We're in public, Um, so we talked about it. People
0: love to hear us on the podcast together because they get to hear all these little (laughs) conversations. The specific
1: example that I'm talking about. Is a few years ago when we, I think it's been probably two years. We were kind of trying to start like a live Bible study on Tuesday nights <laughs> where we went on the internet and did that, and we came up with topics and we prepared. I evidently over prepared, which I don't didn't know like that was possible. Reading, I wasn't reading. Those are notes, bullet points. He was just. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it felt like I was in like my college course back in the day and listened to a professor just like ramble, and I was like, dude, we're going to lose viewers. <laughs> so uh,
1: here we are today, zero research, <laughs> so you never know what's going to come out I of I feel mouth. like
0: some people, though, operate better on the whim. I am not one of those people, but I feel like- I know like you have notes. You are. It's because I know and I understand my strengths.
1: Well, mine are evidently not <laughs> having notes in front of me.
0: Well, we're going to talk about a, my one of my weaknesses today, which I literally <laughs> just found out was a weakness of mine. I got dealt with really hard this week about envy. Ooh. Do you think that you would deal with envy, like, personally?
1: Hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, to be honest... <laughs> Maybe it's bad, but I'm not sure I pay attention enough to others to be envious (laughs) of them. Is that (laughs) this? This is no notes, people. I have no notes here. There are things that I really love that people do. And maybe I'm maybe I don't know that I'm envious of it. But there are things that people they do things that I'm like, oh, that would be really awesome or whatnot. But
0: yeah, I don't feel like you're very envious. I don't feel like that's something that you struggle with.
1: I don't like, I'd love to be able to wear like a flat bill baseball cap, you know, but you know, you can't, but I can't. <laughs> so I'm Maybe not even going to try. Like... <laughs> I'm like, Oh man, Landon you looks understand. cool now. What if I got one? And I'm like, Oh no, let me bend this bill <laughs> up a little
0: bit. You know who you are. That's good. That's good. Um,
1: I'm done for the day. Oh no. Okay. Let's keep going.
0: <laughs> no, because you can help me figure out my. <laughs> oh, you you could wear
1: a five bill baseball cap.
0: I could. Yeah. I don't know if I could. Maybe we'll see. We see. Um. So last week we talked about jealousy. Jealousy and envy are actually very close together, but there's um a difference between the two. Um, jealousy is more. You see what other people have, and you feel like you're less than. So then you become jealous. Envy is more of wanting what someone else has and coveting after something.
1: Yeah, I I guess I wouldn't have really known how to explain. Oh, I would do research. (laughs) I was so to comment on last week's uh, podcast, though. I was really, I I was impressed with how you talked about jealousy in my mind. Every bit of jealousy has, uh, I wasn't here last week, so, but I still listen. Every bit of jealousy is bad. Like, I always felt like if you're jealous, like, you're it's bad, you're insecure, you don't know who you are, and all of that. Um, but after listening to last week's podcast, I do see, like, a lot of usefulness in it. Um, when you talked about God being jealous for us, um, like, I get that. And in that scenario, it's a very good thing. You know, he he wants us and um, nothing else to have us, which is great. Um, that's why he has fought so hard for us. And then I also saw, you mentioned it, um, I believe, I'm trying to think, I don't know the exact words, maybe like in a a, a marriage, whatnot, portion of things, um, like we are meant for each other. Uh, jealousy can to me, it can help as like a warning sign, in, in a way. It, it's, I think, jealousy can also be interpreted as like a gut feeling that this situation might not turn out well.
0: Well, and you think about, you can be jealous for your family. Like, if there are things that are coming at your family, you can have this, and like that you don't want anything to come between you and your family. That's a, that you're being jealous for your family, jealous for the time that you spend with your family. You know, there mm-hmm. are ways to be jealous that are healthy with your children or, or whatnot. Um,
1: also bad ways like also, tracking phones and <laughs> like, where are you going are- for lunch today? I see that you have <laughs> left work not saying you do that. You don't do that. I know lots of people that that, you're really making me sound like no, you don't do that, but I see that
0: in other people, which is a form of insecurity. Yeah.
1: I see that at work and it's, and it's not, it's useful. Like I, like we can track each other's phones. I'm like, we park at different spots at the uh, baseball park because we get there at different times. I get there early to warm the kids up. Like I pack up, I'm I'm ready to leave, and I hadn't seen you at the end of the game. I check, okay, you're over at the playground with Easton, I'll come over there. Like that's useful to have like that one there. But when somebody leaves for lunch at work and we get out of the parking lot and ping, and I look over. Again,
0: you're like we <laughs> like you're
1: not, like no, you're talking about me. No, I'm leaving with somebody at work and somebody else's phone oh, somebody, pings. Okay. No. And I'm like, oh You're busted. You're leaving for lunch. You know, we're going out for like a meeting, a work lunch. Yeah. Yeah. I got to give an update where I'm going. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. I don't know why, but there can be, so not to really go too much back to last week, but
0: jealousy jealousy is a very interesting topic. It can, it's a health, it can be a healthy form. Obviously anything that God possesses in nature is good, right? Yeah. He's hundred percent good. Maybe good. 101%. Right. And so, um, like anything that the enemy does, he takes qualities that are of God and he twists them. And that's kind of what the the wrong side of jealousy could be. Yep. Um, envy is more wanting what other people have. And I kind of, we, the, um, the stories that we talked about last week kind of were more towards that envious side. Um, Because again, I didn't feel like I was less than I feel like I could have been to that spot. Do you know what I mean? Like I knew that I was capable. I knew that I had the qualities that other people possess to be there. And so for me, it was like, I know that I can do it. I know that I have those strengths. So it wasn't like a jealous thing. Mine was more of envious. I was envious of where other people were and even like, the other day when um, I was telling you that I felt really overlooked, that's a form of envy. It's feeling yeah. that you see other people soaring. You see other people, you know, moving in ways that you desire to move in. And it's this ambition inside of us that produces um, that covetness or that desire for where other people are accomplishments. It can be, you know, ministry goals. It can be Um, your own desire sometimes we put our own desires so high and we dream so big that we begin to become envious and want to be there that we forget about where we are and that's one of the sins in the bible that says you will not inherit the kingdom of god if you have an envious spirit it's like a legit like thing that i'm literally like crying in the kitchen yesterday because i'm like oh my god like you know how you you don't realize that you do things and you're like He just like, you're, this is something that you have to deal with.
1: That's, uh, that's why we're supposed to read the word of God. Like all the time, you know, uh, if we're not listening and actively searching, then we're not going to get any feedback and we're not going to get dealt with any of this stuff. Um, the more you talk about it, the more scenarios I see in my life recently where (laughs) I see, you're like, Oh no, I'm getting convicted people (laughs) right now. But
0: it's like. It's that envy is that feeling that God has forgotten about you. Yeah. You know, like you, you want to, you see yourself going somewhere. You see that other people who are very close to your, your position and state and stature in the world, like your neighbor, it's not someone that you, you know, Top of the charts and the, you know, it's not people like that. Oh yeah, I'm not. It's people that are next to you that are excelling, and then you're like, God, I can do it too. Why? It's and then it's that God, have you forgotten about me? Like that kind of mentality that I'm, I'm here. You're blessing them. Why? Why am? Why am I not?
1: Yeah, and in a very powerful way, you're talking very specifically about church matters. You know, I would think that. There is envy inside of the church. I would think that there's probably a more, or I don't know, more. There's a lot of envy out there in the world, also. Um,
0: there's a lot of envy in the. There's a lot of envy everywhere. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's a hidden, and the and this book is a, a phenomenal. If you don't feel like you're envious, you need to read it because, <laughs> like, it's it's so good. But the title of it is "Envy: The Enemy Within" because mm. nobody knows there's they're an envious. Enemy inside of me. Nobody really knows they're envious.
1: I know. I really hadn't thought about it. Um, So very specifically in my life. um, So I'm I'm coaching Landon's baseball team. This is my first time coaching at this age group. Uh, Before this, it's been a lot less serious like of leagues, you know, with, you know, 80% fun, 20% competition or whatever. I feel like the tables have turned this year. It's kids pitch, and there's a lot more going on. And I'm lucky to have a good coaching team who have both coached in this league before, um, two or three of them, and now I see, like, my coaching shortfalls. Like, oh, I didn't bring my A game this year. Like, this is more serious than what I thought it was going to be. So, I see, the more we talk about it, I see a small amount of envy in, in me to them, to being like they—they they know what they're doing. Like they're better at this than I am. Luckily, I'm the head coach, so I still get to be like.
0: You you still get to think I, you're I, in well, charge. Well, I get to
1: use their skills, right? You know, um, they take suggestions. or they they the, I love them because they give me suggestions. I'm like, yes, let's do that. I've never thought about that. You know, in my mind, I'm like, I wish I would have thought about that.
0: Yeah. Well. Maybe you need to go repent. (laughs) Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. No, that's. You're going to. I know. that's, (laughs) And that's what all of these like heart conditions that we talk about. The key is repentance because we are human and we're going to have, you know, I could sit here and beat myself up that my goodness, Brooke, I can't believe you deal with envy. Like you're an awful you know, human being and
1: I'm not going to nod or say anything.
0: Yeah. And so, and you can do that with any of the topics. Like if you're, if you deal with pride, you could beat yourself up. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that I've let pride get so heavy in my heart. I can't believe that I'm a jealous and insecure person. And I don't think, you know, who of like the quality of who I am and who God created me to be. Like that's where the enemy takes us is to that place of, of feeling like we are just the low of the low and the point of all of these, you know, throughout the rest of this season is to realize that it. the key is to repent. It's having a repentful heart. A lot of people think that you repent like when you get saved and you do. You turn right from the way that you you have been living your life, but it's a constant repentance. Living a life of Christian and walking with Jesus is constantly repenting and having that repentful heart um, you know, a couple of my, um, guy friends wrote a song about being blown away by God's transforming power. And part of that song talks about being refined. And whenever we get stuff brought to light, like Jesse just had a light moment where he's like, Oh, I guess I do deal with envy. Mm -hmm. Whenever God, you know, we pray all the time, you know, God bring things to light in our lives. If there's something that's in me, that's not like you show it to me. And that's what refining is, is taking those impurities. When the light shines on them, they all come to the front, you know, where we can see them. And then it's getting, you know, allowing God to just turn the fire up and say, you know, we're going to burn all of this stuff out. Because if you want to get to where you know you can go and where I know you can go, we got to deal with the envy in your heart.
1: I love it because we, we all ask God, hey, show me what's wrong. Show me what I can be better at. And then you listen to a podcast on envy, and you're like, "Well, that ain't me." <laughs> you know, but God's like, you asked, and I just put a podcast for envy like in your ears, and you're like, "That ain't me." You know, we got to be open to mm-hmm. it. Um, if somebody, like, if I'm scrolling through the names of these podcasts, no doubt I'm probably like pride. No, well, maybe a little bit jealousy. No, no, well, I don't want to listen to any of these. None of these are about me at all. But they are all about all of this. We all have this. We all have all of these things. It's just like growing up, you know, you do things wrong, but are you a repeat offender or not? You know, when do you choose to do something about it?
0: Yeah. And, and some of us are going to deal with this thing until eternity. You know, some of us are going to deal with pride or yeah. envy. It's going to be a reoccurring thing. And that's the thing is that a lot of these heart conditions they're not like everyday, like red flagging you know where it's coming up it's an issue that's going on every single day of your life most of the time it's suppressed it's hidden until something happens and it allows that emotion to creep up until you're in a situation to where you're like why do I feel this way you know and that's it's when your we example have to of repent.
1: roots, like a, a few weeks back, you know, a, a seed takes to the ground and so envy takes, you know, to your soul, to your innards and it begins to, <laughs> your guts. I don't like that word. <laughs> your guts, um, the gooey stuff on the inside, but it it grows roots and then all of a sudden it, it sprouts and there's a weed in your yard, you know, but it it's, we're all dealing with it. So we all have to put a pre-emergent down.
0: Pre-emergent—that's a big word. Like well, a, I just learned
1: it last year and I paid for lawn care. Is
0: that like a weed killer?
1: Uh, it's a pre-emergent. So you put so there are weeds in your ground, okay? So throughout like the year, seeds will will take hold and whatnot, and then they go dormant for the winter. But if you put a pre-emergent down, when they try to grow in the spring, they cannot grow. So pre-emergent, you put it down to prevent the emerging or they're growing of weeds.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, I learned, like I said, I didn't pay for lawn care this year. We're not, that's a lot of money. Um, so we, we're budgeting because we're, we are, we're, day we're an FPU in baby right now. Come on. We're going to be we're, babysat
0: millionaires before but, you know it. <laughs>
1: we're about to graduate in a few weeks, but yes,
0: babysat millionaires. That's what I'm talking about. I know. You'd be so proud of my post. Okay. What? Um, I got to get on social So media. Philippians 4.12 12 says this. I don't have a sense of needing anything personally. I've learned by now to be quite content, whatever my circumstance. I'm just as happy with little as with much, with much as with little. Um, I found the recipe for being happy, whether full or hungry, hands full or hands empty. That is hard to do, but that is what we have to strive for is that contentment, um, one of the definitions for envy is like it has the word content being. You know, is it uncontent? I don't know if that's a word. But I'm not going
1: to comment. Cause <laughs> I'm not very good with words. I know what content means, but I don't know how to not be content or the um, word for that.
0: But that's the that's what envy is: is not being content. I know people. You know, throughout my life, I've seen people. And I've been able to recognize like that person will never be happy. No matter oh, what yeah, position yeah, yeah, yeah. they're in, no matter how much money's in their bank account, no matter, you know, this or that, they will never be happy. That's it. And that is envy. It's never being happy, never being content, always wanting what someone mm-hmm. else has. Um I could see it in other people, but I couldn't see it in myself. Isn't that crazy?
1: Yes. <laughs> No, yeah, you uh, sorry, I thought you were going to keep going there. Um, you know, I uh, hear in that scripture the I think back to the um Mace and Puff Daddy song from the <laughs> 90s. I don't even know who that
0: is. What? Money Problems? Who... Oh. Yeah, that's I got 99 problems and
1: No, that's Jay-Z. Oh, okay. No, but that was that one's a little bit harsher song than what I was using there. <laughs> Uh, guys, we're not talking about Brooke's past today or my past. Okay, um, that was pre-Jesus. But, but mo money, mo problems. Like <laughs> mo money. That's the name of the song. <laughs> I said that as white as I could. I know <laughs> I'm that's, sorry. How, I that's how I. That's that's who I am. Um, but I love the song. But I, when hearing that verse and the. I guess the the longer we live, the more stuff we seem to accumulate,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I honestly think I would be happier with less stuff. You think? Yeah, I mean, the more stuff you have, the the more time it consumes, the more you have to uh, dedicate to it. You know, next thing you know, you got a four wheeler leaking gas all over the garage, and you're like, "Well, when am I going to get um, to that?
0: Are we getting rid of the four wheeler? I'll just push this it over." Great.
1: To the other car. No, we have too many vehicles. They all got problems and you got an exhaust rattle and my car I have to park on the road because it pukes oil everywhere. If we just had one vehicle that I had to maintain, it'd be simpler.
0: Yeah, it's like kids too. It's like the more kids you have, you're just like
1: (laughs) Man, the more kids that you That's why the Bible
0: says you're supposed to cry when babies are born. Right? (laughs) That's what the Bible says. I I know.
1: Yeah. I don't think they mean because of the trouble they're going to bring (laughs) in our lives. I know. But I like where you went (laughs) with that.
0: It's true. Yeah. I'm just like, it's crazy.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, last night, to give you an update, Easton is training, sleep training into his toddler bed, which means we have a toddler bed in his room and then a baby gate at the door of his room. So you go lay him down. Or he's laying in bed. He almost fell asleep in our bed. He's so sweet. Last night, everything's great. I think he was actively trying to fall asleep in our bed. He and be, was. And he, be was super cute. And he, he was on my chest and his eyes were closed. He was, was like, so I wanna, I'm going to fall asleep. They're going to love me to death. And I'm going to sleep in this big bed tonight with him. Nope. I snatched him up and went and put him in his bed. And he laid there for a second while I said the prayers with him. But then as soon as I get up to leave, he's like chasing me out of the room. And then I put up the gate and he stands there and screams... But training is working. He screamed for thirty seconds, maybe a minute, and then just said, "Okay, they're not coming to get me." And he went and laid down and
0: went right to sleep. I know it's beautiful. He's it doing was, really great. He's doing really well. Um, talking about that's about weaning because that's what you're doing. We're weaning him into yeah, the next yep. stage of his life. Um, I in this book it was talking about a like spiritual weaning and how God, um withholds things from us to develop us into our next stage of maturity. Yep. I like that. Um, and I'm going to read just this little paragraph. It says when our hearts are set upon lofty, ambitious desires that are too great for us, God withholds from us the very things we desire. At first we're frustrated because we're convinced our high aspirations are part of the God given vision to which we are called. Our frustration then turns to anger and then to heartache. Throughout the entire process, if another brother attains what we wanted, envy crouches at the door. If the Lord withholds us withholds from us long enough, however, eventually we will stop craving the thing we once desired. Once our hearts are settled in the portion God has given us, we are said to be weaned. And it just talks about like how babies are weaned from their mother's breast and then they're weaned into um, his face right now <laughs> You are so immature I can't even Like we're talking about Spiritual no <laughs> <microphone>. <laughs> Oh my gosh <laughs> She's a child y'all You need to pray for him And he won't stop laughing Because he thinks it's hilarious <sighs>
1: We've been talking about all kinds. Of, I mean, the uncircumcised <laughs> heart and weaning. And, okay, I'll stop. <laughs> He's
0: the can't. best podcast ever. He can't. He needs to be prayed for. <laughs>
1: so broke. Back to your very serious I point know. about weaning spiritually. spiritually.
0: Weaning. How it's important for us, like children. You've got to quit. So like I'm children, trying. who they can't stay on milk all of their life, right? We have to withhold that from the baby in order for them to start eating solid foods. And that's a weaning process. And that's what God does for us is he withholds things that we want. A baby wants that bottle, right? Um, it tastes good. It's all he knows, Mm -hmm. but the mom has to withhold that. He can't have that bottle all day long. You know, it's only for maybe bedtime. And then you bring in the solid foods because he needs to grow and he needs to develop. And that's what God does with us in our spiritual weaning is, you know, we desire for these things. And he's like, I'm going to hold back on that. And I'm going to make sure that you understand, you know, where you're going and we need to grow you. If I give you what you want, it's not going to be, it's a whole nother thing. I have to under. we have to understand as Christians that God is sovereign and there is a season for everything and there is a time for everything. And there is a reason that we're walking through situations for your pain is for a purpose. You know, the, the things that you're going through is for a reason, whether it's to see that you have envy in your heart, you know, all Mm -hmm. of the, the things that I've gone through in the last, you know, year. I can remember this time last year is when I quit my job. And that was a detour that I went through. And, and, and it's just like, I just see it now this past year has been like a full circle. Like I've had, he's like, I've had to take you through a few things because I need you to understand that the place that you're going, you can't take an envy. You can't take an envious heart, the place that I'm taking you to next. I need you to, be stripped of the thing that you're desiring after. Cause it's not, you're not looking for me. You're looking for that.
1: Yeah. Um, I like the, I'm sitting here thinking about how there's like two sayings out there. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Um, and then, uh, the other one is like when we're, we're sitting there and, we have a calling on our life, like you had mentioned, and like you get this like, oh, I have this calling for my life. Like this is what I'm supposed to do. And then something opens up and you don't get that, that somebody else does. It seems contradictory, you know, like, okay, God, you've qualified me for that. Now there's position, but I didn't get that position. Like what's going on there? Um, It almost seems contradictory uh, in that. And I think it's probably tough for us to understand that when we start feeling we deserve something or we're good enough for something i think that's probably when we start getting envious when we when we start to lose our humbleness is when envy would would maybe step in at, at that point um you know we walk around and if we're humble we we feel like we're we're not deserving, and then when we get something, we're like, "Oh, that's a huge blessing from God." Um, if we are not humble, and we get something, we can say, "I have earned that," you know, and that's that's not what we want at all,
0: right? So now that you know that you're in, you have envy in your heart.
1: Oh, I got so much. <laughs> Seriously.
0: Seriously. I'm not kidding though. This book is really phenomenal. Like for somebody to open it up and be like, mm, I'll deal with that. And then right. you like start reading it and you're like, Oh, and, like you start crying. I'm like, I'm
1: like Brooke, you just left the house. Where are you going? You're like, I'm going to the altar.
0: I know. <laughs> I'm just like, it's, it was just super opening. Um, and so it's just another point that there are things hidden within us, you mm-hmm. know, that we have to make sure that we are asking the Lord to, to show light to, And then when he does show light, have a repentful heart. And that's what happened yesterday. I'm like just thankful that I know how to repent. <laughs> she,
1: she was texting me and sending me pictures of the book. And, and I'm like,
0: oh my gosh, I feel so overwhelmed. God, just overwhelming me. I'm just such a mess it, up. And it I was just... a
1: really good story though, out of that book. Like she sent me two pages and the story ended somewhere on the second page, but I kept reading. I was like, oh, I could read more of yeah. this. Like it was, it was a really good story. So I was, I was happy that you sent those.
0: Yeah. To me. So, Envy is just a hidden thing, and we just have to make sure that we are content in every circumstance. It's less of me, more of Jesus. If you have that attitude, less of me, more of Jesus. And I say less of me, we talked about jealousy. That's not what we mean when we say less of me. You're not thinking less of yourself. You're just saying, I don't really want to think about myself at all. You know, you're
1: realizing that you're nothing without God. Right. So there is no you without him.
0: And so less of me, more of Jesus and everything that we do, everything that we think, everything that we say, everything that we speak, less of me, more of him. Mm -hmm. Any comments, Jesse? Well, I feel like uh, you haven't really
1: given us. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you just want me to walk out right now? (laughs) I mean, I laughed there over something very mature for a while, which I will laugh later about again also. Um, I, man, I don't like saying things like the same sayings that I hear in church or, or by people over and over and over again, you know, but if you're not looking for this stuff, you're not going to know about it. It's going to be hidden, like, like Brooke said, and it's going to cause issues at some point. It's going to get out of control. Uh, they always say, you know, the Bible is the only book that reads you back, you know? Right. And like, I don't like saying that cause you the Bible it, is alive. Yeah, you, you hear that so much, um, but I just, it it does, you know, the more you go after him, Brooke would not have had the experience that she had yesterday if she were not actively seeking more of Jesus in her life. There's, I don't want to say there's no way God would have gotten that message to her, but she wouldn't have gotten it yesterday. Who knows how she would have gotten that message maybe 10 years from now when it was a problem that was like tearing her apart. Right. Um, And if I wouldn't have been here today and really started thinking about it, when she told me the topic, I was like, well, this would be boring for me. I'll make some jokes or something like that. That's what you did. Um, (laughs) You, you said it. I just laughed at it. Um, but I, I see it differently now because I'm actively participating in God's will. And that's where he is going to speak to you on this stuff.
0: Right. It's, um, you know, God doesn't want us to have those crash and burn moments. Mm -hmm. And so that's why when we talk about his fire refining us, that's the purpose is so that he can, um, burn those things out of us in the most gentle and, um, loving way rather than us to have the world pull it out of us into what will sometimes destroy us you know there are people who have these emotions have pride have envy and jealous and they're not allowing God to work those things out of us in a loving way instead it's the world who comes in with situations who comes in With, you know, just certain things that when it does come to the surface, it's like a crash and burn. It breaks you down. It destroys you. It crushes you mentally, physically, emotionally, and then you're stuck there picking up the pieces by yourself. And that's what, that's the beauty of living a Christian life is that, you know, God wants to, if we allow him to do it in the most loving and gentle way to where you feel, you don't feel like you're, that's what I, I made a story yesterday and I was like, you know, I just felt overwhelmed. I just love reading the Bible. God's just so good. He cares so much about us. You know, even when he tells me that I'm doing something, there's something inside of me that's wrong. It's not like I'm in trouble. And I said, I don't feel like I'm in trouble. I feel I'm welcoming, you know, that critique or I'm welcoming him saying this isn't right. I'm not like, you know, puppy dog down tail between my legs. I'm not like that. I'm like thanking God and grateful that he loves me so much that he will. So, you know, gently just tell me like, this is what we're, this is what I'm doing. I'm Mm -hmm. just trying to get this out of you. Once we can, you know, get that under wrap, wait and see what I have for you next. You know, it's that, it's that approach rather than, you know, as you see your parent, you know, Finger pointing at you, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that's the difference. And that's why it's a great thing to walk with Christ in your life. We're going to be, there's no Christian, non-Christian. That's not, you know, enduring heart season after heart season Mm -hmm. or trouble after trouble. Everybody deals with that, but it's the, the beautiful walk of Christ that he's with us, pulling those things out of us. Um, that's the benefit of having Christ on your side,
1: having a relationship with him. Yeah. So, yeah, he will <clears throat> constantly help you out. Um it's when you go running from him that the big bad things happen. Yeah. You know, he doesn't there he doesn't want an I told you so moment. Uh, but if you don't listen to him in the small things, then there will be an I told you so moment.
0: Right. All right. Do you want to pray?
1: I do. I will pray us out. You
0: look like you're ready to pray hard.
1: I am. Well, let's let's get after this, bro. Okay. Ready? Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you for the opportunity to come together today, Lord, uh, to come after you, to come after your word, to uh, open ourselves up to change, for you to impact our lives, Lord. Uh, We do ask that you show us uh, our envy on the inside, our jealousy, our pride, Lord, show it to us and uh, give us the power not to ignore it, to keep our hearts soft so that we may see what you're trying to tell us, Lord God, uh, little by little to prevent any of the big bad things happening, Lord. uh, We just want you to be present in our lives. We thank you for being an ever-present God and being there when we ask you for it. Uh, I thank you for Brooke and following um, your word and participating in this podcast, Lord God. Uh, May everybody's hearts be touched from this. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: True Selfie fam, it is Brooke, and I just wanted to take a minute and thank you so much for listening to our episode today. I wanted to let you know that there are plenty of ways that you can support this podcast. What you just did right now is supporting it just by listening, and I just want to say I appreciate your listen. But there are other ways to support by sharing on your social media platforms, leaving a star or review from wherever you are listening from, or you can financially support, whether it be through clicking the More Feature tab, you'll see a link that says support this podcast and that gives you the flexibility to do small monthly contributions that's right as little as 99 cents and you can also support through my website it's brookunther.com by clicking the donate tab where you can do one-time contributions or monthly contributions um, that are accepted through paypal or you can use your debit or credit card however you support i just want you to know that i appreciate you